So, <laughs> the real problems. <laughs> uh, I don't know. It's it's been it was pretty Linuxy. It is. Like we talked about like open sourcey stuff, a lot of open source stuff, but then like no no actual topic. Which scares me. <laughs> why why does it scare you? There's no narrative. There's no plot. It's like a contemporary art masterpiece. <laughs> like yeah, it could, it could be anything. <laughs> but you know. Should be fun. Yeah, well, I had fun. Aww. And they're gonna find out why we had fun. Or, for my case, trying to have fun because... Oh, <laughs> my netbook. Alright. <laughs> That's an episode. <laughs> yeah, this is a lot better. Not sure about the pacing, but, you know. Let's not think about it too much. I think this is superior better. Wait, did you stop recording? Okay, I'm gonna start recording. <laughs> Hey! Hey, welcome out to Third World Linux, episode 63. Uh, yet to be named uh, episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, another one of those yet to be named episodes, yep. because we're gonna go free flowy on this, I guess. Because. I guess. <laughs> reasons. Yeah, oh, by the. Yeah, I'm I'm Jao. My name is AG. Yeah. And yes, this is Third World Linux, where we do. Where we talk about Linux lives in the context of. Our Linux lives in the context of the third world, or pretty much, you know, how we use Linux here in the Philippines. Our, where it is in our day to day lives. Yeah. Actually, I haven't used that, uh, line in a long time. Like, uh, third world Linux, the Linux lives in the context of the third world where it is the needed the most. Where it is needed the most. Yeah. yeah. I haven't said that in a long time. Let's bring it back. <laughs> Alright, bring it back. Bring, bring it, it back. Bring it back. Uh, okay. So, what's up on the docket? Uh, this is pretty much kind it. <laughs> of embarrassing to say, but um, I can't get Voyager to boot. <laughs> this is like this fourth time, fifth time that we've tried. Uh, dear listeners, we've tried. <laughs> well, I've been I've been trying to get the latest version, so I I should probably like try getting like the twelve oh four version. But then, you know, I mean, bleeding edge. I mean, you're lucky you have l- a Linux machine. <laughs> I currently <laughs> don't have one. <laughs> because my netbook, after four amazing years of service, has finally conked out. But I think it could still be repaired. Cause, um, like, based on your read, I, you think it's a memory problem. Um, I tried to switch it out with my sister's old broken laptop. Turns out mm-hmm. it also has a broken memory. So, uh, <laughs> that's a thing. So I'm at the spot right now, and I'm thinking of just bringing it to the service center and see what they could do with it, see if they could salvage it. If it's too expensive, say it's it's more than 5,000 pesos to repair, which is around $100, which is almost half its price when I bought it brand new. I'm yeah. thinking of just scrapping it and... Uh, not scrapping it, like just getting the parts that I could salvage. Salvage, like, right? The... the the hard drive is still salvageable. I could use it as an external. Yeah, it's a 300 gigabyte hard drive. Yeah. I'm going to book with 300 gigs for $200. <laughs> so yeah, mm, that, there's that. So I'm, I'm Linux-less and I'm trying to put it on the 2006 uh, MacBook Pro that I inherited from my father because inheritance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Okay. He has a new MacBook Pro. There's no reason for him to give this to me. Like, you know, my household. You have to earn your keep. 
If you want something, you have to pay for it. And all those classical values, which I appreciate. It's hard, but I yeah. appreciate. <laughs> I've always appreciated that about your parents. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what was it? Like, I distinctly remember, um, and, and this is, uh, we're, we're beginning to stray a little bit off tangent now. But, you know, I distinctly remember that time at the hospital. Like, I had just gotten that job with a reputable uh, <laughs> yeah reputable real estate developer and your parents were like you should be like Zhao like, no you shouldn't be like me <laughs> I'm depressed <laughs> and working like a dead end job <laughs> eh, got, you got yourself some money should be good enough yeah but you know <laughs> at the expense of my soul <laughs> I tried that too at the expense of your soul <laughs> It's all expense, but I got money to buy stuff and whatnot. Part of which was that netbook. Oh, <laughs> I kind of like um, that. The- I think that it's small; I can carry it anywhere. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm I'm sorry about the squeaky chair. I've been trying to get this thing to be unsqueaky. Yeah. But like every now and then, it still squeaks. Um, oh, another thing like Linuxy. Uh, Linux Lite 2.6 is out. Yay! And, um, and if y'all remember, it is one of our favorite distributions, but, um, I can't run it. Yeah, the, the, the one that, did we do a third world, third world treatment on it? Like, <laughs> yeah, we one? did, we did. Yeah, it is very, we did very... like a, we did a two parter on yeah. it, I think. Like, I gave my initial views and, or my initial, and your initial uh, because it was very, very, very third-worldable in my end, to the point that it is part of a special line of distros installed in my deceased netbook. <laughs> I'm just going to be depressed about my netbook. Let's not. It's in a better place. <laughs> no, it's not. It's probably, like, on your bed right now. Um, not really. It's actually just inside my old computer bag. Because the one beside me is the MacBook Pro, which I've been trying to put, again, Linux on it. And uh, I, I'm out. I'm really out. I don't know what... It, it's not working. It's not working. Did you try... Did, did, you, did you try normal Ubuntu, like, 1204? I already got 1204, 32-bit. Put it on, um... Put it on... what? What's it? What's the thing called? Live... U, uh, a USB drive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm I'm on a tech podcast and I forgot what the, <laughs> that it's called the, a flash drive. What what yeah. is this world coming to? But yes, I uh I have I've tried that multiple times. I've burned off two CDs already. Um, still doesn't work. But I actually think my the the MacBook Pro's DVD drive is broken. So my father has a spare DVD drive, like an external DVD drive. I might use that one yeah. and see if it would boot from there. Um, okay. I tried putting in Refit. I tried putting it Refined, which is apparently um, a new port. A new port. A modern port. What's hmm, what's the correct terminology? It's an updated Refine. Uh, Refit. Yeah. So for those yeah. familiar with um, booting Linux and with their OS X machines, are probably familiar with that because it's like one of the must ha- things you must have. Like it's your grub. If 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 I'm making the right metaphor for it, <laughs> probably not. But yeah, <laughs> uh, mm, not quite. Not, but okay. <laughs> yeah, not quite. But no. But it's it's where you choose. Okay, boot from where? Pretty much that, but not really. 
Cause, cause, yeah, uh, yeah, it, it helps with, um, what's it called? It helps with your EFI boots. Yes, there we go. I was about to say that term, EFI, and then from there, I don't know what to say after. <laughs> oh, dude, speaking of, um, speaking of grub and bootloaders and stuff, uh, rest in peace, Lilo, or Lilo, or Lilo. Say hi to my netbook. <laughs> <laughs> Because yeah, that that was um that like like uh the bootloader it it was it it it's either Lilo or Grub right yeah, either um, choose one or two I guess yeah uh now Grub has like Grub two and Grub Legacy or something the grand something unified bootloader either way um but like Lilo was the old school option and. It has a really special place in my heart because it was the bootloader that I used for my first Arch install. Oh. So, you know, uh, they stopped development on it again because apparently this is like the second time they stopped development on it. So, you know. But the beauty of open uh, source is... A, a send-off. Yeah, a yeah. beauty of open source is somebody can just pick it up, which that's why it's the second time that they are closing shop, I guess. The, the developer actually did say that um, if anybody wants to... Pick this up. Pick up development on it. Like it's 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 there. So, you know, fun stuff. Uh, fun stuff. Yeah, I, I I was going to suggest a moment of silence, but seeing as we cut out all of the silences anyway, <laughs> Do like it's a silence. moot point. A <laughs> uh, moment of silence. And just say it and then pause and then let's just play it again after like three <laughs> seconds for you, dear listener. All else fails, you know. When we were recording, we did have a moment of silence. <laughs> Yeah, you wouldn't hear it, but you know. Uh, huh. What else? What else? Oh, mm. dude, um, I, for, I forgot to mention why I'm having a uh, why I'm having trouble with Linux Lite. Yeah, <laughs> it's like I really, I really love the distro. I was able to get it to, I was able to get into the live environment and stuff. Um, but there's this bug, and I'm convinced that I'm the only human being on planet Earth that has this particular problem. All right, dude. Um, <laughs> because I am on an old Acer Aspire five. Five zero zero Z something four two thousand five yeah so it's two thousand five it was when my brother it was when my brother uh was in high school and I was in college so that was after two thousand four but anyway it's it's a fairly old laptop and um, a decade old <laughs> more or less yeah it and and it you know it runs Linux Lite really well but I have a Dvorak keyboard. Like, I actually put stickers on my keyboard, so, like, I've removed QWERTY from my life. Aww. At least on, oh, well, at least on may, that laptop. But, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say, why did I say, oh, am I still sad because of my netbook? I should grieve. Yes. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> we're going to have, like, a seven-part episode of, like, the uh, stages of grief. <laughs> or uh, a seven-part series on the stages of grief for a dying netbook. And what to do mm. to salvage an old computer. Should be a great episode. Yeah, so that should be an episode, man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> because, like, apparently, um, apparently, uh, our buddy Martin, uh, Straight Edge Martin, mm-hmm. not Wimpy, is having trouble with his laptop. So I was like, you should totally install Linux. Maybe try Linux Lite and I can do a review mm-hmm. on it. Because, um, <laughs> my QWERTY keyboard, once you get to, or my, my Dvorak keyboard, once you get to the G, C, R, L, like that sort of above, um, your HTNS, the, the, the line above the home row, um, instead of like letters and stuff, you get numbers 
for whatever reason. Do you have an external keyboard or something? Uh, no. Or have you but, have you tried, say, putting uh, using your tablet as a keyboard or phone as a keyboard? But that that sort of defeats the purpose of installing it and having it and and like running it day to day for like a no, week. I mean, oh yeah, for what we do for our treatments, it was the same. I mean, if you just need to use it, but yeah, yeah. The point then, is, you know, or, yeah, our like, point is to actually use it. <laughs> That's why we give it. And the then initial, treatment. yeah. Then initial impressions, fucking amazing. Like their their little uh, welcome screen. That the, the, what's it called? Um, Splash screen. Like their little hub oh. or whatever, with like a link to the community pages, a link to yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah. That, donation that, pages. That uh, uh, the, it's like pretty much the about the whatever. Yeah, about the distro, all those pertinent information. Yeah, and and it's it, it has like a. It, it has like its own control center, right? It's yes. sort of like a, sort of like a Yast or something, right? Yes, yes, right? yes. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I'm not sure uh, if yeah, it's, yeah. uh, something like that really operates like Yast, but I think the concept wise, it is, it, it's, it's the same concept pretty much. Yeah. So like everything, you know, it's, it's, it's a really good system. I really wish I could use it, but you know, this is the cock block edition of third world Linux. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, can we just review distros again? I really just want to get back to doing that. What is? Oh, we're pretty much we're we're pretty much being too much third world and not enough Linux. <laughs> well, you know, we are recording this on. Well, I'm recording this on Linux. I'm recording this on an iMac. <laughs> so. Uh, well, it's we my don't work speak about these things. It's my work iMac. <laughs> Once the licenses ran out for this bad boy, it's gonna have finally. Uh, yeah, I really want to try like KDE on this one. Um, it's like like OpenSUSE because that's like if I'm gonna go for a heavy distro, that's something I want to try. Really, you know it for a long time. Yeah, dude. Like when you still had your when you still had your tower, right? Yeah. Like it was it was pretty much uh, K- KDE yeah. or not. KDE. Um, you really liked OpenSUSE, if I remember yeah. correctly. OpenSUSE in Studio, but uh, I stopped the studio because of work. Mm, yeah, Ubuntu Studio. Yeah, but uh, that's, well, a, that's a pretty a good distro yeah, as well. It's actually a good distro. It's not the realtable, but if you're into production, you really need that because it's it's a complete package for anything. Like you pretty much have um, your own production studio. That's why it's called Ubuntu Studio. <laughs> Yeah, from, you got everything. Yeah, from graphics um, to audio, yeah, to movie, yeah, like, movie making and um, photography, which I pretty much use it for photography and remove some of the like. I'm not gonna do 3D vectors, so it's one of those things I uninstalled. I kept some of the video and audio things. Um, there's this one thing that I like from there. Um, I think it's named Scribus. Scribus. It's pretty. Uh-huh. It's pretty much there in design. Yeah, yeah. If people thought I made my zine using InDesign, mm, I I use it Scribus first, but apparently the printers um uh they want InDesign like they want an InDesign file instead of a PDF. So when I made my zine, I was like, why do you want? Why didn't you just get a PDF? It's the same thing. It's oh protocol blah 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 blah. We're not funding them. Like it's the same thing. So I had to do all over the entire thing all over again in InDesign, which is or just go to another printer. Be like, I'm not going to give you my business uh, because you won't allow me the freedom to not use 
an overpriced Adobe product. It's a superb discount. See? Su- the, uh, what's it, what's it agrees with me? The lizard in the background yeah. agrees with me. Uh, thing is, around like 70% discount because family connections and whatnot. And I'm trying to save Ooh. money. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, um, Philippine capitalism at its finest, if you want, if I may say so. <laughs> Well, capitalism at its finest. Not capitalism. Uh, because that, that sort of happens everywhere in the world. Yeah, you're gonna go... If you know a guy that knows a guy, then it's sort of easier to get by. Yeah, but it's the only it's the only time I, I work with them. Because uh, when I did uh, the Bodega Boy zine that I made for like a Christmas, mm-hmm. two Christmases ago, I, I chose a different printer <laughs> because they accepted a PDF. <laughs> <laughs> right. If I can recall correctly. But yeah, uh, I pretty much, there was a time, yeah, around two, three years that everything in my life revolved around Ubuntu Studio. And I was perfectly okay with it. I should go back. But, you know, I like, I like, uh, my licensed products for now because I didn't pay for them. <laughs> it's a hand me down from my father. <laughs> yeah. I have to go back. Yeah. Sorry. But yeah, I mean. Lost. Once once this kicks in, I really want to do an episode or even a video tutorial. Um, once once my licenses are off, like or or it's don't um Adobe want don't want to support my products anymore, the software I use anymore. I really want to do like a video of sorts that would like how do you build your own Creative Cloud in Linux? Like everything that Creative Cloud do, we could do better because it's local. <laughs> yeah, because you don't need to get to. To connect to the internet just to see your work or i don't know i really don't know how creative cloud works as much because i never interested me and i i don't like we've discussed this like the potential is there but i don't want to rely on you too much <laughs> yeah and i don't want to rely having to be connected to the internet just to use the software so yeah Pretty much the DRM that gaming is trying to kill, and now they're introducing it to software, other software. So weird, weird, if you ask me. But you know, they're trying to kill piracy. Yeah. And yeah. they're a business, so I'm not gonna tell them that they're stupid or wrong. I just think, you know, do what you think is great, best for your business, and it doesn't, I mean. And I'll stick with the GIMP, thank yeah. you very much. <laughs> you know, I don't know. I guess I'm not like, uh, yeah, I'm not really. You're not the super production. Un- yeah. yeah, right. Because like, Audacity is probably the best in the business when it comes to audio, and <laughs> you can live with that. Yeah, well, when it comes to like what we have to do, Audacity is sort of that. It's, it's like a really good middle ground between, um, you know, your let's cut up an MP3 file and, uh, say like your sonar or your Ardours, which. Like, because, because Audacity really isn't professional grade, um, what's it? it? It isn't professional grade audio editing, but like, it's good enough. Oh, yeah. Cause Photoshop really, really is powerful. But like, some of the things can be done in GIMP as well. Or, or some GIMP can do better. The thing about GIMP though is, of course, the UI sometimes is not smooth. Not, not smooth. Like, it's harder to locate or some things in Photoshop mm. that, you know, you can do in a quick shortcut in GIMP. You have to do, I, I just can't recall for the top of my head. Like content aware in Photoshop is easier to execute 
But if you're using GIMP, you could have so much more refinements in how you do that content aware. But it's a bit of a longer process. But you could seriously mm. easily refine it. So some it does. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go, um, no, go, go ahead. Th- those are, are some of the things. Like that's why I like GIMP because there's workarounds and the plugin system is just. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. The plugin system. Yeah. It, oh man. Oh man. Like um, I do not know actually how to pronounce it. Gmic, 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 but that thing is amazing. That's that makes just GIMP. That for me, tra- GIMP is GIMP trounces Photoshop in that area. Hmm. But does um th- does GIMP have like an option where you remap all of the shortcuts to mimic Photoshop? I think there is because I know that uh Blender, right? It's that 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 three D animation yeah, yeah. software. Yeah, Blender has a has an option where you can remap all of your hotkeys so that it mimics Maya, which is the proprietary solution. You know what? I, Maya? I'm, I'm not sure about I 3D. Think it's Maya. Yeah, I'm not sure about 3D, but I I think I haven't tried because you know me, I really don't change some of those things a lot. Even when I play video games, like okay, that's your default controls. I'm gonna play with that default controls. Hmm. <laughs> Yeah, but I'm I'm not sure, right? Yeah. Because like you know, I've I've never really lived in Photoshop, so like. <laughs> no, technically me too, so, because yeah. I prefer Lightroom. Uh, I mean, I prefer yeah, doing it stuff in Lightroom and Darktable have been progressing and chugging along just fine from uh, what I've read in a like because I follow them in Google Plus uh, mm-hmm. and Scribus as well. I follow those projects on Google Plus, and I've been seeing like they're really chugging along quite nice. All right. So I actually have to check back and see like what is new with Darktable because the last thing I heard was everybody was giving them so much praises because uh, one of the hardest things if you're a Fuji user is to having a reliable raw editor and mm-hmm. because Fuji's raw files, no matter how beautiful they are, they are a bitch to edit. <laughs> All like, right. Think of it this way. Um, Audio files, right? There's AUG, yeah. there's whatever, and then there's... And, and even in video, there are different codecs. Like, think yeah. of it this way. The codec that Fuji uses is different, and it and programs are having a hard time just trying to decipher like them. Like reverse engineering? Yes. yes. Or whatever? So, like, it has to be your proprietary Fuji software specifically for... Or, or, or um, what do you call this? Adobe, uh, Adobe products. But even so... Oh, so, like, Adobe has, like, a licensing deal with Fuji? Not necessarily a licensing deal, but... I don't know really how those things work, but it's just that even in, in Lightroom, I know a lot. Uh, there are Fuji users who, who are, like, having a hard time, like, massaging their files properly. Mm-hmm. But there are some who really... Because the thing about the Fuji's photo files is that it's already beautiful right off the bat you really don't have to do much okay. but there are those who really want to get into integrity like they tweak some things i don't even touch anymore You're like like those pixel yeah, counters those what, pixel what peepers call? yeah pixel peepers i mean that's their thing uh so you know you do you and <laughs> you do you <laughs> I, it's too much sometimes you know like i'd rather use the software uh, i mean i'd rather just do the things i wanted i need to do as quickly as i can than than actually you know spend time in the software because i prefer photographing than doing photoshop or post-process work yeah but yeah much love to dark table Ooh, there's a dark table app store now well that's what they call but, it uh, but what no i just i just checked the facebook page of um dark table and mm-hmm. introducing the dark table app store i am well if i'm not 
well, if I'm reading this correctly, it's not so much a for sale page, but like this is where you could find. I should have. I should have. Yeah, the plugins. Okay. Ah, the plugin system of open source is great. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's something that I really love about open source. Like plugins are just there. Yeah. Yo. Uh. No, there, there really is payment. Wait, this, this is weird. This is weird. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I, I get, I get if they're really trying to do put like this dark table app store for their modules and not. Oh, okay. Yeah. And this is weird. So what are they? Hmm. They're supposed to be open source. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. But then open source doesn't necessarily mean free as in beer, right? Yeah. Because open source, because, um, if, if you read the GPL, you're allowed to sell your software because it's absolutely unreasonable for you to be forced to give your software away for free. Wait, what the hell? Oh, it's March 31. So it's probably the April Fool's joke. <laughs> sorry, but sorry, listeners. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, uh, there. Yeah, cause I just, we should actually do, we should actually do an episode though on like the GPL. Yeah. That'd be like an interesting episode. Actually sit down and break it down. Or try to break it down because you know it's interesting. Like, because like it's unreasonable <laughs> to say that like you're not allowed to sell software. And and my my thing is is that what I really want to understand is how given those stipulations, how can one make a living off open source software, right? Support contracts and donations. Support contracts, donations. Uh, Hmm. Sell services. Like, if if you notice, um, sell services. Yeah, like 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 Red Hat, right? Red Hat does that. Um, you look at uh, what's it? Like if you buy a if you buy one of those flash disks with a distro pre-installed on it, mm-hmm. um, those things are like really expensive. Mm-hmm. Uh, because the rest of it is sort of like a donation, it takes the form of a donation. Oh. Uh, what else? What else? How, how else do they make money? I have no idea. It was like, uh, yeah, just, just look at the Red Hat and the Ubuntu model. Like, those are, you well, know, Ubuntu the also companies that really make money. Yeah, Ubuntu and other distros I know, they sell, uh, what do you call this? Merchandise as well. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. Oh, <laughs> uh, what's it? And, uh, what, what's it? Uh, developers, um, say do, uh, one-off pieces of software. So, um, a company hires a developer to uh, make their yeah, yeah. internal, like internal whatever. chat system right. or internal email, um, internal in the intranet, pretty much. So, so yeah, like that that sort of for thing. for those server or whatever, so they could move files yeah. easily so like in their interdepartment, and then like they could unify their what do you call this? Um, not attendance. Attendance is for school. <laughs> What's that? Yeah. That sheet, uh, the time, the time sheets. Yeah, the time cards. Yeah, the time cards for the biometric, whatever. Salaries and efficiency and synergy and (laughs) corporate world. All that good corporate stuff. Yeah. Um, there was, there was another, there was another thing that I was like thinking, uh, that, that I was thinking of. Um, so say you have a, say you have a company like Google or no, not a good example. Um, but say you have a project like uh, OpenSSH or OpenSSL, like these really foundational sort of um, these really foundational sort of 
applications on you know in, in the in the software stack that is Linux, right? Um, sometimes you get these companies that uh, hire a developer specifically for doing development on these open source projects mm, because like they they have vested interest in the said project. Yeah, because they have. Yeah, because um, uh, if uh, if well, you can sort of say that it kind of failed in a way, um, and well, well, now there's like this open something alliance where I can't remember what it was, but it's a bunch of big companies that like banded together with the Linux Foundation, and they're throwing money at projects like OpenSSH and stuff, or SSL in the wake of Heartbleed. But, um, theoretically, if enough of these big companies have enough vested interest in these projects working, you won't have a heart bleed and you have developers making money. Is this the Open Source Business Alliance? Is that what you're talking about? I'm no. not sure. Ah, uh, no, it's not. because the, No, no, it's not. Yeah, it's a German uh, non-profit <sighs> that operates Europe's biggest network of companies and organizations developing, building, and using open source software. So it's not that one. Um, oh, shit. Uh, 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 I, I'm sure... I'm sure people are probably yelling. yeah yelling right no. now. And if this was a live stream, we could check Twitter, but it's not because we can't do live stream. Third world. <laughs> well, actually, theoretically, we could, but you know, mm, we have to. We only we have use... fourteen people that listen to the show. Yeah, fourteen hundred thousand million. But yeah, to do a live stream. <laughs> ah, throwback. <laughs> yeah, oh, joke. Shit, this episode oh, joke. is. Yeah. This episode is a is a throwback. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but yeah, because we can't have any dis- yeah throwbacks to the time where we still don't have Linux. <laughs> because I well you, you you do have a machine I don't. Um, because this I guess to be able to pull off a live stream we need to have Miko's fast internet connection. Aww. And that's it. He's the only one who has fast internet connection here. Cause he's rich. <laughs> and yeah, that's why they can do the gaming stuff. <laughs> Good luck to me uploading <laughs> two games. It's like three days. <laughs> yeah. With my phenomenal upload speeds of what? 0.5? 0.3. 0. 0.5. Yeah, I get about 0. 0.5. The Core Infrastructure Initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's it. You got it. I think so. <laughs> I should look that up. Core Infrastructure Initiative. Yeah, it's the Core Infrastructure Initiative. The project of the Linux Foundation to fund important open source pieces of software. Ah. A lot of big companies are on board. Google and them. Yep. Oh, here's a trivia. Well, it happened June 22. Uh, on June 22, they ha- uh, DuckDuckGo had 10 million searches in a single day. 10,210,082 to be exact. To celebrate, we're giving away 10,000 DuckDuckGo t-shirts. Why didn't I have one of those DuckDuckGo t-shirts? Oh, DuckDuckGo. I heart DuckDuckGo. Yeah. Like, you know one of the things I really want to do for open source, because it's probably one thing that I could only do since I'm not a coder and whatnot, but we know English, I could probably localize in Tagalog. DuckDuckGo? Not just some open source stuff. Like, translate some of the things yeah. there into Tagalog. Because I just yeah, saw dude. Darktable. It has a Thai translation. It has um, 
like yeah, well, you know, your Eastern European languages, but and uh, other European languages. But I think there was also an African translation or something. I forgot which country, but mm-hmm. like, huh, would be interesting to say do a translation of of what's what's an open source something that we use all the time. Audacity. Audacity. <laughs> Try to use to like. Well, I don't know the music stuff. So yeah, let's go back to the example of just <laughs> Dark Table or GIMP. Try to translate that in Tagalog. Have Joem double check it since, you know, he's probably the best one who can. And uh, yeah, because that's the only yeah, thing that we could contribute. <laughs> well, I could contribute. Localization. Yeah. That, because the more global, the more local. Or you know, something I like have that. a feeling that it's gonna that's going to be part of the next batch of resolutions for 2016 mm. <laughs> which i haven't listened to by the way i haven't listened to that episode ever because uh, like since we recorded it because i i just want to be excited at when we record on the first week of january like so did we fulfill those predictions and resolutions <laughs> probably not <laughs> which is Dude, why it's uh, a fun episode <laughs> vamp i need to get water uh-huh <clears throat> yeah i didn't vamp by the way <laughs> Uh, yeah, I figured. <laughs> so that was our moment of silence for Lilo. Which, uh... Which is gonna be cut out. <coughs> yes. Which, uh, you know, nobody would... <laughs> nobody would notice, but hey. I've been coughing, like, this past week. It's terrible. Mm, is it because of your smoking? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Or it could have been that fucking Bodega Nights marathon that really didn't get anywhere last night. You, you, did, you did a marathon? Like, how many episodes? We were recording for like two hours before you got what it. What the hell, man? It's just Like agony. an hour and a half or something. Who'd listen to that? Well, aside yeah, from us, like, but who'd listen to I was thinking like, chop it up, you know? Yeah, why not? Chop it up, right? But, but uh, there's a lot of questionable content in that. So, probably oh. not. <laughs> probably not. <laughs> Oh, and an aside, um, do you think my tablet can handle Ubuntu? Uh, I could put Ubuntu Phone OS here. Uh, probably. I mean, I don't know. Should I? Because I'm getting obsessed with, um, because I'm having so much fun with my Firefox OS phone, which is weird because I'm having so much fun with it right now. Um, uh-huh. So like, hmm, I, I don't want Android anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I want Check to put the- Ubuntu. Check the website. Like, I'm sure there should be instructions on there for um, whatever tablets or, or at least, are supported. Or at least I could return this now to David, to our friend David, and probably save up and buy myself a Nexus. Because I know Nexus or you could can get yeah, you could put yourself a, another netbook. But I can't put Ubuntu OS on there. I want an open source tablet. You can put real Ubuntu <laughs> on there. <laughs> Because I've been listening to too much of, uh, well, I've been catching up on the episodes of um, the Ubuntu podcast, and they constantly discuss how they're developing the Ubuntu phone. And when they talk about some of the things they want to put to the phone, I'm like, I really want that. Why don't I have this now? Can I have some good things in my life? <laughs> so yeah, so yeah. But it's not that Android is ugly or bad. It's just that you know, mm, just to change it up a bit. Just to change it up a bit and to have. I mean... More Linux. More real Linux in exactly. your life. Exactly. More actual open source in my life. Oh, dude, speaking of uh, podcasts, 
I discovered System AU. Uh-huh. Shout out to System AU. Hashtag System AU. They're like, uh, they're a podcast in Australia. Um, a, a tech, a tech podcast with a Linux inventor, whatever their, um, what's it? Whatever their tagline is. And, um, the most recent episode that they had, uh, they, they say that it's like not their tightest episode, but it's like my favorite. <laughs> Because it's like really free flowy as well. I was like, wow. Yeah. I can, I, I can, I can get into this podcast. So like, I've been trying to catch up on their back episodes. And their podcast for me to subscribe to. Yep. Dude, I should give you like a list of all of the Linux podcasts that are out there yeah. that, um, that, that I listen to. I should probably do an episode on your favorite podcasts and that why. Feels more like a Bodega Nights thing. Or something we could do in the Yelp engine. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of which. Dude, um, the, uh, Stuff You Should Know podcast is really good. <laughs> Which, wait, wait, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's AU whatever? What? <laughs> I already forgot. I should list it down or check uh, if we're going to do... Are we going to post some link dumps for this one? Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll put it All in right, the link All right, there dump. you go. Let's put some of your favorites in the link dump and I'll just subscribe from there. <laughs> uh, no, actually, you know, let's just keep it at system AU for now. All right. Because, you know, don't want to... Flood. Uh, overwhelm you with... All of the amazing content that's out there. Which is too much when you think about it. I mean, it's a good thing. Because, like, we only have 24 hours in a day. <laughs> yeah. But I, I get this feeling that you're going to like System AU. I probably will. Uh, I mean, most of you... They have an explicit... They have an explicit tag yeah. on... Um, they have an explicit tag on their feed. Which is always a good thing. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is... When was the last time you recommended to me something that I didn't... Oh, an ex-girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it was trouble. <laughs> it was trouble. Hey, I didn't... That, that, that wasn't me. That was all I you mean, did. That, was, that wasn't me. What do you mean I, it was I, all I, me? I, I just introduced you to her. I was like, hey, this is... Uh, you know, she, she does the photography of our band. You know, you might... You probably could, like, help her learn how to be a better photographer. That way the band actually looks better, you know? <laughs> and not flashed up all white. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what she ended up doing was flashing you. <laughs> um, hey, now. <laughs> <laughs> explicit tag, explicit tag. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah, uh, I like the things he generally recommend. There you go. <laughs> So, I'm pretty sure I'm gonna like System AU. Yeah. I fucking love that. It's so good! <laughs> what else do you want to talk about? Uh, What else do I want to talk about? I, I, I was at the Register of Deeds this morning. I was at the Registry of Deeds, Region 7, this morning. The Office of the Register of Deeds. Mm-hmm. And it really bothers me that they're all using XP for their workstations. So, wait a minute. They're still using XP. Yep. This is a very important government office. Yep. It's still using XP. Yep. Should we be saying that in public? Because because right now, I'm, I'm just so scared right now. Eh, you know, just stating a fact. Well, good thing I'm not in Region 7. Because I'm pretty sure Region 4, or the NCR ones, is probably using uh, Windows ME. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's kind of scary, man. Yep. And I don't know. Is it because government doesn't want to put budgets to IT? Uh, no. It's it's not that. Man. 
because because they're um they're upgrading the 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 back end infrastructure like we have um we have offsite backups for uh our like titles and stuff like we 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 have a fully computerized system alongside the paper as it stands right now then how come they don't just want to upgrade their operating systems uh feeling it's got something to do with um like you have to change your computers I, I, as well <laughs> no no i think it has something to do with the software that they use for like encoding and stuff like like the reason that you have like a lot of banks up until fairly recently um were using these weird like dos type things like it, it wasn't until about 7 years ago when philippine airlines finally got off of the thing that was before windows 3.1 yeah because pretty much everything <laughs> the, the entire backbone and the entire system is relying on that network that on that runs on like when very not primitive but very outdated software i don't think it was the backbone that relied on it it was the the training it was the it it was that it was that xf file that your customer service representatives looked at mm-hmm. right so like my my guess is um they've they they they've had that program for um all of the encoding for all of the like registering of transactions like it's it's been around since like 2009 mm-hmm. so i get this feeling that the developer that gave the best bid um didn't future proof it well <laughs> there you go right. that settles it then so yeah that's that's my you know that, that's my that's my theory um and you know it's it's pretty common right like that's why there's a lot of legacy systems out there because you have this one piece of software that's essential to the workflow that uh doesn't go beyond windows xp or windows 7 or yeah. whatever and just to bring it all back that is what happens to adobe products which is something i really Boom. do not like <laughs> full circle yeah which is something i really do not like that yeah it is an industry standard but that is just scary when your entire industry is being controlled by one company. Looking at you, Microsoft. <laughs> <laughs> looking at you, Google. Or I'm look- <laughs> Or looking at you, Ubuntu, because apparently we dominate the cloud. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty cool news story, right? Like how most of the deployments on Amazon's AWS or mm-hmm. cloud or whatever it is, is Ubuntu. Like, most of them are Ubuntu. Like apparently, um, half of all cloud instances or something like that on the internet are on Amazon's EC whatever infrastructure. Aha. Yeah. And, um, most of the deployments there are Ubuntu. Well, they're not trying to be, so, monop- or they're not trying to monopolize it anyway. What? Amazon? No, no. I mean, Ubuntu will not monopolize the entire <laughs> cloud. Yeah, they won't. <laughs> Yeah, they won't. It means good business well, for Amazon and more Ubuntu can be reached by everyone if I'm making the right assumptions. Uh, yeah. Or everybody that runs any sort of operating system that goes through the internet in one way, shape, or form touches an Ubuntu box, probably. Suck it. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> suck it. Oh, no, not suck it. The appropriate response should have been deal with it. <laughs> Like, yeah. How you like me now, Balmer? <laughs> Developers. Developers? <laughs> Developers. 
<sighs> and let me just take note of that cough. Just a little peek behind the curtain, Faithful 14. I list down every cough. Or something inappropriate. <laughs> Not just coughs. But yeah. for the past few months, I don't think we had to ban anything out from our show, right? Yeah, Third World Linux now, we really haven't. It's it's Bodega Nights that we have to worry about. <laughs> every single week. There's always something that I have to cut out because one of them is being a little too sexist, a little too... well. Gamers and the original and the original <laughs> policy of Bodega Nights is one: don't be a dick, and two: don't piss on the floor. <laughs> Which is kind of hard because if you're a dick, you piss, piss on, on the floor. floor. <laughs> well, so if you want to check out Bodega Nights, head over to channel14.com. Do you really want to check out oh, Bodega yeah. Nights? <laughs> <laughs> not particularly. <laughs> no. Well, maybe but, I'm not I mean, sure. Oh shit, Martin. Sorry. If if that is your flavor. Uh, give it a try. Well, <laughs> yeah, we've, we've been recording for like uh, yeah, an hour now. So you know, let's do like, the wrap up wrap thing. Up. Which no, I'm just saying, like, give Bodega Nights a chance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on channel14.com. Okay. Um, and tell us what you think about it. <laughs> yeah, specifically just uh-huh. us. <laughs> Yeah, because if you want to get to just us, uh, check out Linux or email Linux at channel14.com. Yep. Uh, because apparently we have that. Or like if you're, uh, if you're feeling adventurous, adventurous, uh, we have a little contact form on channel14.com. You can just pick third word Linux from the drop down and it sends an email to. Yeah, to me the appropriate and uh, representatives you. of the show, namely Java and Angie, because that's pretty much it. And, um, there's also, oh, you can contact us at, uh, contact at channel14.com. So that's like, that goes to everybody. Yeah, that's pretty much catch based in contact form. And, uh, check out the, our other show called Radio Norm, which is about the God life of show. every man named Norman Tan and, uh, <laughs> and his adventures as he lives his life with a little bit of jazz and a whole lot of misery. <laughs> <laughs> It's so weird. It's weird because every time Norman and I find new ways to describe his show, like, dude, we have to stick to one description. Uh, what else? Fo- follow us on Twitter at Third World Linux and at ch14 and chfourt. And we are. Then you probably already knew yeah, that. And we are trying to be active on our own social pages. So I'm on Google Plus. You can add me there, Ag Demesa, and I think Zhao is also active there because. I recently saw him update a profile picture, which he hasn't done ever. <laughs> it's got a pug on it. <laughs> and I still use my college portrait from Norm. It's Norm's photo, actually. That portrait is from seven years ago. <laughs> I should change it up and show uh, my 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 long hair. <laughs> Prepare to be disappointed, though. <laughs> Uh, what else are we missing? What else are we missing? YouTube's. Uh, yeah. Um, with channel fourteen TV on YouTube or slash user slash channel fourteen TV. What else? What else? What else? Uh, keep on Linuxing and do things for love. <laughs> <laughs>